Let me tell you a little something. The deeper you are in this isolation period, the more you get to know yourself, and that stands true for me, which is why I texted my bestie when I had this epiphany about what I desire in this lifetime. I asked her, what is the likelihood that Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx will let me watch them have sex? And she replied with so much conviction, saying that Katie Holmes seemed really vanilla and that it was unlikely to happen. So if you're wondering why I sound sad today, you got your answer. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Welcome to another episode of Cut the Foreplay. I am your host, Nadia Favorite. Today, I will be pretending that I feel the emotion that is known as joy, when in reality, I'm just gonna be here suppressing all of my sadness. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I took a hard blow with that one. I really thought I had a chance. Think about it. Look at all, look at the skin tones between the two. I could be in the middle like a little undercooked kebab. Sexy as fuck. Speaking of kebabs, no, this uh, episode is definitely not about delicious Middle Eastern treats. One time though, I will tell you, and this is a, a classic, is that when I was a kid, I was sitting at a table and I felt something on my head and everyone at the table laughed at me and I didn't know why. It was because the waiter tripped and a kebab rolled off his tray and fell on my head. <laughs> this episode is about pain. <laughs> Oh man, I've been through it. I've been through it all. Um, this episode is really exciting because we have another feature, aka bringing back story time, because I got a sexy ghost story, and I know you're a supernatural pervert because you did click on this episode, so whoopty freaking do. Where shall we begin? I promised myself no singing in this one, but promises are like hymens, they're there to break. Ooh, let's start here. This is a really weird one. This week, a man was taken to court for damaging a thermos flask. I just, you can't make this stuff up. He protested against the charges saying it didn't make sense because it was in his own house. Quote, I'm the owner of the house and I am the one who bought that basin and that thermos. I request this court to release me to go back home to my children. They're missing me. Unquote. He told the Kibera court magistrate. I don't know if I was standing there what I would say. Like what level of quarantining are you at that your wife wants to sue you for damaging a thermos? What do you do after that? You just go home, you kind of hug your kids. You're like, yo, I'm out, man. Not getting life in prison for that. And your wife is just sitting there fucking smug. Man, their hundo has to be more to this story because like, if I were her, I would do that. But as a form of cheeky role-playing, you know, that would be some great hate sex after that. You took me to court over a thermos. Come here, let me give it to you. That's not my sexy voice, by the way. It totally is. <laughs> hey there, you want to come over here and touch my toes? The nail polish on that left toe hella chipped. And all my lovers are like, say more things to me. <laughs> um, Where are we at? Why am I just giggling today? If you are quarantining with a partner or with uh, a family member, please let me know all the petty f- fuckery that's happening because I've seen a lot of it on the internet it's giving me giggles. The beauty of doing things solo dolo is that like for instance today one of the reasons why I'm slower than usual to be other than the Katie Holmes uh, heartache is uh, because I'm on uh, allergy medication and it's making me drowsy but even with that one eye being half the size of the other one I'm Tracy Ellis Rossing it that's terrible I'm sorry I said that even with one eye being smaller than the other and not looking cute at all I walked past a mirror and I was like you know what Fuck. 
fucking biracial Quasimodo over there, you can still get it. I would still sit on your face, Nadia. And then I smiled and I moved on with my day and I was very happy. So I have a good isolating partner. <laughs> Thanks, Nadia. You shouldn't have said that. You're welcome. Thank you for witnessing that very strange, sexually charged, tender moment that I just had with myself. On to other stories. Uh, I want to say that my heart is actually truly broken because this week, Jerry Stiller passed away. If you don't know him, man, you are missing out. Solid comedian. Nobody frustrated me more and nobody made me laugh more than the role that he played in King of Queens. He really was the reason that I watched that show. So obnoxious. So wonderful. If... <laughs> Here is an iconic scene. So, after we eat, what's on tap? Jazz club? Amateur night at the Apollo? <laughs> Again, miniature golf. Wonderful. Uh, I think we're ready to order. Okay. What can I get you folks? The boys will have ravioli, and I would love a house salad and a spinach lasagna. Uh, same for me. Uh, how about you, Arthur? I think I'll try the spicy sausage with peppers. <laughs> uh, Arthur. What's the matter? Well, Carrie said he's not supposed to have anything spicy. Uh, hey, hey, why don't you order something else? Very well. I will have the spicy sausage with peppers. <laughs> was worth a try. Seriously, uh, bring me the spicy sausage with peppers, will you? Would you stop? I'm a grown man. Why can't I have what I want? Because you can't. You know, instead of giving grief, I would think you would be more upset about why we have been seated next to the kitchen. Is it because we're black? <laughs> Thank you. How's the spicy sausage with peppers? <laughs> Such a fun. Fucking goody. Obviously, you must know him as Ben Stiller's father. So Ben Stiller took to Twitter and said, quote, I'm sad to say that my father, Jerry Stiller, has passed away from natural causes. He was a great dad and a grandfather and the most dedicated husband to Anne for about 62 years. Holy moly. He will be greatly missed. Love you, dad. And he has an adorable picture of his pop up there. Rest in peace, Jerry Stiller. You were a funny fuck. Fucking man. Now I know I talk about my commitment issues on a regular, so imagine what this is gonna be like for me. Please brace yourself because I'm about to have a panic attack. Now, polyamorous throuple plans to get married this week, and on Sunday, Jimmy Silva, 35, Cha Cha Vavoom, this is her legal name, 31, and Summer Peltier, 25, are getting hitched in a ceremony in California in the US of A. The trio, who have been dating for about seven years, live together and sleep in the same large bed. Mongua to one bed, three people. That is a motherfucking crowd. I mean, that's a good Saturday, but not like for life. They hope the wedding will take their relationship to the next level, although proceedings won't be legally binding. In an exclusive interview with Daily Star Online, the triad spoke about their plans ahead of their big day. I'm smiling because like that's not me throwing in a charmed reference because I said the triad. This guy that I used to date told me that I made a lot of charmed references and I didn't realize how true that was until I just stopped for a second and listened to my fucking face. My God, Nadia, talk about needing to let things go. <laughs> 
the power of three will set us free, bitch. Jimmy has been in a relationship with Chacha for about a decade and they met at school and started dating in their late teens. God, you don't even know anything by that time. The pair have always been romantically open. Chacha is bisexual, so hope to explore her sexuality with women too. The pair have always been romantically open. As Jimmy was open to this idea, it wasn't too much of a shock when summer came into their lives. The trio soon noticed that they shared a strong bond and decided to settle down with one another. They have been together for seven years and are more loved up than ever. First of all, let's start here. A very sincere congratulations coming from me because we live in a chaotic world and to find one person to love is difficult enough, but you guys found two and to have three people working together to, you know, create a sweet and kind relationship. <laughs> Fucking... Yes. I think, to be perfectly frank, that I'm built more for polyamory than I am monogamy. Because I could date two people at once and be committed to two people at once, and that's splendid. But would I be able to be in a thruple? Absolutely f fucking not. Why? Because, like, oh my god, it's not, I can't have a slumber party every single night. If you know anything about me, you must know that I am a true introvert. When I spend too much time with people, I sink into my seat. All the energy evaporates from my body and I end up looking like Voldemort at the back of Professor Quirrell's neck when he takes off his turban in the Philosopher's Stone. I'm just trying to picture coming home after a long day of talking shit on the radio and my mind's just poo and I want to be silent and draw the curtains and eat my amaranth crackers without anybody f fucking yapping in my ear about their feelings and then I walk in and my wife is there and she's had a tough day and she wants to talk to me and then I want to go take a dump by my husband's on the toilet you know oh my god <laughs> but I mean if it was Katie Holmes and uh, Jamie Foxx <laughs> They can yap about their feelings all they want and take up the space in my house if they will let me watch them have sex. The complexities of life are just beyond me. So a while ago, um, when Farid and I were doing Capital in the Morning, he asked me what I binge buy because I can't go without, and my answer is really random, but I am absolutely obsessed with cashew butter. I use it for everything. As a vegan, it's solid protein. You can use it in your stir fries, you can put it on your crackers, you can put it in your ice cream, you can use it to make cookies, you name it, it's there. Plus, on the oatmeal with some raspberry, molasses, some cinnamon, muff. That is gourmet Anyway, so I said that on air. And I just want to give a shout out to how wholesome and wonderful you guys are. I don't know what I did to deserve the love that you give me, but it's palpable love all the time. So since I said that about two months ago, every now and then people tweet me and ask me like, yo, you good with your cashew butter? Are you running low? Make sure to stock up because I know it makes you happy. I got feelings, I got many, many feelings. That's really sweet, man. Thanks for checking up on me. I got four of them, so we're good for a while. Plus, it's a win-win for everyone when I eat the cashew butter because honestly, those calories just go straight to my ass. Now, the reason that I brought this up other than to cry here on the microphone for you <laughs> was because there was a survey that was conducted and the top five most common impulsive buys are all pandemic must-haves, such as one, cleaning supplies, two, hand sanitizer, three, toilet paper, four, hand soap, and five, canned goods. But the survey also found that 21% of people have bought themselves a, quote, treat, when 17% of people went for video game consoles, another 17% went for shoes. Personally, like, I love shoes, but, like, I'm not even wearing it. It's not gonna entertain me during this time, so that's out the fuck 
fucking door. I actually was thinking about getting a new video game console because I had the archaic PS3 a while ago and I sold it. So now I'm like, should I go for the PS4? Because they do have Crash Bandicoot and they have Crash Team Racing, which is great. Plus, this way I can play Uncharted 1, 2, 3, and 4 again, which is... BT dubs, just sidebar, putting it out there. Both of those games are Naughty Dog creations. Those guys are killing it. The other option is the New Age Super Nintendo, which has Mario All-Star and Super Mario World, which is very exciting for me because, you know, life. I can't pick. And when I can't pick like this, I get decision paralysis. So instead, I'm just going to rewatch Sex in the City, which I already am. And I'm on that episode where they're having brunch. And then Samantha goes, I'm dating a guy with the funkiest tasting spunk. And then Carrie goes, I'll cancel my rice pudding. <laughs> ah, ballsy for the 2000s and the 90s, eh? I really thought I was going to be a Carrie growing up, but holy moly, did the universe throw something else at me. I'm full throttle of fuck. Fucking Samantha. While we're already on this topic, I gotta say that Smith Jared, super hot, but at the same time, uh, looks like leather. His skin looks like leather. He looks like a young Bon Jovi with that skin. He kind of looks like all the tourists, uh, the Italian tourists and Melindian. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Is that racist? It's just burnt. He looks hella burnt all the time, but still sexy. So good on him. Lindy tourists. Okay, we've digressed way too far. Where are we? Let's reel it back in. A 19-year-old in Albuquerque found a bag filled with $135,000 sitting next to an ATM, and he returned it. That's fucking nuts. Man, his parents must be so proud. So the city honored him for being so honest. It turned out a worker had left the bag of cash next to the ATM and forgot to load it into the machine. Here's a little uh, clip from what happened that day. Just thinking about it, it was probably like a prank or I just didn't know what to think, to be honest. Man, we all know that temptation. Even just to take a little, just one of those bundles <laughs> off the top. In the back of my head, I was just thinking about my parents, especially my mom. What, what would she do if I came home with the money? What she would do with her chancla to hit me? <laughs> it could have helped us out a lot, but uh, I, I was just thinking about the people's money that were infected by the COVID-19 and just trying to give it back to the community. <laughs> And lastly, a couple of days ago, it was International Eat What You Want Day, so I ate a bag of pretzels. Why did I do that? Because I'm a dumbass bitch. Even though I know that all the sodium makes my eyes puff up, I still fucking do it. What am I, going for a photo shoot? No, I just entertain you through audio. So you don't know that my eyes are puffy? They really are, it's absolutely terrible. It looks like I'm squinting at the screen. Now the slogan for International Eat What You Want Day is just eat it. AKA the opposite of DJ Khaled's philosophy on going down on his wife. Honestly, it should be illegal. It should be illegal because DJ Khaled is under a five. How dare he not go down on his wife? Oh my God, I feel like I should boycott his music because of it. I know it hasn't been properly established, but when you hear that sound, you know it's story time. So here we go. Here we go. One more time. Everybody's feeling fine. Not a popular in sing song, but such a goodie. Woo. Sometimes I just wonder. I cannot believe my mom paid all those school fees for me to do this shit. <laughs> okay, where do I begin? Where do I begin? 
banger. That song's a banger. Okay, I'm, let me start. A man who claims to be in a relationship with a ghost has opened up about the couple's incredible plans for Valentine's Day. The U.S. man from New Jersey previously spoke about spending Christmas with his ghoulish partner. But now since the joyful season is over, there's more in store for Gary and his girlfriend Lisa, who he says he's been with for over two years. Speaking exclusively to Daily Star Online, 35-year-old who works in the hotel industry has now told us what their plans are for Valentine's Day, and it sounds super fun. Fucking kinky. The pair are planning to Netflix and chill. Okay, wait, before I even go on with this story, if I'm dating a ghost and we're gonna Netflix and chill, what would I watch? I definitely wouldn't go Just Like Heaven with Mark Ruffalo and Reese Witherspoon because that one would be a little bit too on the nose. And I mean, I feel like if I want to slide in what kind of sex I want to have, like have a theme, I would go more Exorcism of Emily Rose. I'm like, ruin me, ghost lover. So the pair are planning to Netflix and chill before, wait for it, having a threesome. Fucking Gary is a player. Oh my God, Gary. I say everyone has to experience that once in their life and you're doing it for yourself. Sisters doing it for themselves. Live your best, honey. Gary said, quote, we both think that going out on Valentine's Day is overpriced and overrated. We have a tradition. The night we make popcorn and ice cream sundaes. Then we watch our favorite movie, which ironically, no, 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 no. Oh man, he beat me to it, which ironically is Ghost. I know, we're so corny. We can't help it. Afterwards, we make love on a bed of roses. The roses stay on the bed when we go to sleep, so we wake up to the smell of flowers. This year, we're getting kinky. We're going to have our first threesome. Lisa was recently befriended a female spirit, and I thought it would be fun to bring her over and spice things up. You know what? Only white people get themselves in this kind of trouble. He says, I've never had one before, not even with two living women. I'm a little nervous, so needless to say, there will be a lot of wine involved to loosen me up. You know what, Gary? That's what you and I have in common. The couple are always taking their sex life to another level, with Gary describing it as, quote, hitting a new milestone this Valentine's Day, unquote. I feel like that would be a great title for uh, their rom-com. No? Or the slogan. Ghost sex. This summer, one man, two ghosts, a whole lot of cheeky thing. <laughs> hitting a new milestone this Valentine's Day. Straight to VHS. He continued to say, and quote, It was Lisa's idea for the threesome. She's confident in the way I feel about her, and we are both very sexual. Ayo. And know we would be comfortable having sex with another spirit without any emotional attachment. Her only rule is she doesn't want me kissing her friend Sadie, which I'm totally okay with. End quote. Now, <laughs> woo, this is so much. But despite the couple's hunger for new experiences in the bedroom, they are planning something adorable during the day. Gary explained, I'm going to make her breakfast in bed. French toast is her favorite. I also leave notes hidden throughout our apartment for her to find while I'm at work. Romantic things, inside jokes, naughty talk. Basically anything that will make her smile. End quote, and end my fucking life. Oh my god. I feel like I need to log off the internet and never come back. I want to make a smart joke about the ghost lady saying, is it in yet? But you know, I'm fearful because I feel like she can hear me. 
But to be fair, if you can hear me, Lisa, I could also use some servicing. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but not really. Oh.